How on earth do you market your product or your service in a time of fear and panic? When your prospective customers or clients are suffering financial loss or are holding tightly to their wallets and have shifted their attention to something else much bigger than you. When there's a need in the world that you never saw coming and aren't sure how your product or service addresses that need. Or when you just feel awkward selling because you don't want anyone to think you're ignoring or even worse, capitalizing on the current crisis. In today's episode, I'm doing my best to help answer those questions. You are listening to Work Is Good, the thought-provoking, gaze-shifting, and action-inspiring podcast for Christian women who work from home. If you desire to keep looking upward to Christ in your work and beyond, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Kristen Eifeldano from WorkingUpward.com. Welcome back to another episode of Work is Good. And yes, work is still good, even now as I'm recording this, when so many people are out of work, whether working from home or they're working overtime on the front lines of our current coronavirus crisis. I'm using the word crisis here not to be alarmist, but because that's exactly what's going on right now, according to the official dictionary definition. This is a time, and I quote, of intense difficulty, trouble, or danger. And I know your prayers join mine in lifting up the needs of our country, the world, and those all around us. We've seen a huge shift in the way work looks for many, many people. And although there is a lot of sadness and loss on the scene, keep in mind that we're also seeing the redemptive nature of work more clearly than before the virus began spreading. We're seeing individuals, small businesses, and larger companies all pull together to show compassion, serve, and give toward the need in very encouraging ways. We're all made in the image of God, and that's what we're seeing right now in our fellow humans. We're seeing a reflection of God's mercy, love, and compassion. And for that, I'm grateful, and I'm sure you are too. I certainly hope that as you're listening to this, you're staying safe and are keeping the faith and are committed to stay looking upward to our ultimate hope in the Lord Jesus, who we know is returning for his children soon. And sometimes, like this time, it seems even more near, doesn't it? But before you're tempted to put your feet up, stare at the sky, and just wait for the rapture, remember this. God expects us to work until he comes, okay? There's actually an old song that has it exactly right. It's called, We'll Work Till Jesus Comes. You can look that up, very upbeat tune. Uh, but very applicable right now. And part of our work, my friends, is marketing. Because if we didn't market, we wouldn't sell. And if we didn't sell, we wouldn't have the opportunity to help others through our products and services. And our businesses would tank. And we wouldn't be able to pay the bills. And we wouldn't be doing our part in building our country's great economy. But marketing in times of crisis is tricky, and that's an understatement. We don't want to be insensitive to the needs of our customers, but we do want to help them some way, somehow, with what we're all facing. And to complicate matters, there are people out there who capitalize on fear and use it to their own financial advantage, or they market in less than honest and spammy ways. They give the rest of marketing a bad rap. So in the rest of this episode, we're talking about marketing and more specifically marketing in a crisis. 
If you are listening later and the coronavirus is old news, thank God for that. But keep listening, please, because what I'm going to share is relevant for any type of crisis, not just our current one. I'm sharing five steps you can take to assure you are marketing the best way possible during a crisis. Now, I say five steps, but they don't need to happen in a sequential order. You can look at these more as categories or pieces to the crisis marketing puzzle you need to analyze and fit together for an effective marketing plan. The first step or piece to this marketing puzzle is to remember basic marketing principles. Now, you may be tempted to think this part is just fluff or a way for me to sneak in a pep talk, which you know I really do love doing, but it's neither of those. This puzzle piece truly is important for every business owner all the time, not just difficult times, but it's absolutely critical now. Let's look at a few of these principles. First, marketing is good. Marketing, just like your work, is good. Does your product or service help others in any way? Of course it does, or you wouldn't be selling it, right? At least I hope so. Now, if your product truly helps others, how are they going to hear about your product if you don't tell them about it? At its very core, marketing is a service. It's not enough to build something and hope they will come, although it does make good movie material. You have to carry your vision out and spread the word. You need to understand that marketing is simply helping others find out where they can find what they're looking for, and that's you. If you don't market what your business provides, your work is only half done. Another way to say that is if you have the goods, you have the responsibility to market those goods. In fact, what better way to support the American economy right now in a crisis than to buy and sell if it's at all possible? Remember, at its very core, marketing is a good thing, and there's no reason to shy away from it now if you're doing it the right way and with the right motives. Also, I want you to remember that marketing is more than selling. Let's think about two different kinds of businesses to illustrate this principle. One is a toilet paper manufacturer, and the other is a museum. One is in high demand right now, and I know you know which one. The other is off limits right now. Neither have the true need to sell their main product at the, at the moment, although the museum would love to be able to do that, I know. But marketing is more than selling. Marketing is also sharing a message and getting the word out about what you do so when your customers are ready to buy and not out of panic, they remember you and choose you. So with this in mind, the toilet paper brand may be able to take some of their normal advertising budget and do something else better with it whether that's giving more of their product to charity or donating it to a good cause that addresses the current need. Museums right now are definitely not marketing their museum visits right now, not in-person visits. But you know what so many are doing, and I just love it. They're offering virtual tours of their museums for free. So creative. Not only is this helping schools and families who are staying home with their children learn and explore new things, It also keeps that museum in people's minds for that blessed time when this is over and they can finally get out and take those trips to those museums. Are you seeing my point right now? During a crisis, it's important to remember that marketing is more than selling because I think that's an easy principle for us to forget. 
And the last principle I want to remind you about is this. Marketing isn't the same for everyone. It's very easy for those of us in marketing to get into a rut when we're always looking for the latest trend and the newest marketing strategy to employ. And if we see someone else do something, we tend to hop on that same train. I hope you know I wouldn't wish a crisis on anybody, but there is nothing like a crisis to help us all get out of our ruts, right? In fact, we may just see a whole lot more creativity and new ways of doing things after this crisis because everyone has been out of their rut for a while and are forced to try new things. But what is working for someone else may not work for you, and you need to know your customer to the extent that you can make the best decisions in implementing your best strategy. Every business is different and has a different customer base than its competitors. What works for someone else in a crisis may not work for you, and you need to keep that in mind. So let's do a quick recap. The first piece of the crisis marketing puzzle is to remember basic marketing principles, which are A, marketing at its very core is good. It's not sleazy when you do it right, No shame in it at all, okay? B, marketing is more than selling. It's also about brand awareness. And C, marketing isn't the same for everyone. What you see someone else doing may not be the best thing for you. Which brings me to the next piece of the marketing crisis puzzle. Understand your customer. How is he or she impacted by this crisis? Marketing in its purest form is connecting your audience with you so you can help meet a need they have, but you can't meet their needs if you don't know what they are. The best way to know what needs your customers have most of the time is to engage in an ongoing conversation, whether that's through email, surveys, live videos, and even looking at what they are buying and noticing that. But in a time of crisis, their needs may change. In fact, they likely have. And the best way to find out is to ask. Ask on social media, do a Facebook poll, or do a more formal survey. Send an email, do all three if you can to get the most feedback. You need to know how the crisis has impacted your customer's daily schedule, their priorities, their time, their finances. You need to know how it has impacted them emotionally as well. Are they fearful? Are they calm? Do they feel prepared? Are they more cautious than before? Are they worried about the future? Right now, unemployment is skyrocketing. And I hate even saying that out loud, but it's true. Do you know which of your customers have lost their jobs? Of course, you want to be sensitive and you don't want to be pushy, but you do what you do want to find out what you can to find these things out. Not just to have the info and sit on it, but to use it to help your customers. Knowing this piece of the puzzle is everything. So I encourage you to take a few moments and just write out what you want to know about your current customers. Picture your ideal customer sitting right in front of you, sharing a cup of coffee, and ask him or her how their life has changed and how you can help meet their need. And if you want, you can follow the example of Kat Harris, a photographer who point blank asked her followers if they wanted to hear more from her about navigating the crisis or if they would rather her stick to her usual content and posting. Most of her audience told her they wanted a sense of normalcy 
and wanted her to just post as usual. She wouldn't have known that if she didn't ask. I started the Work is Good podcast to help listeners like you think deeper, look upward, and keep moving forward. Today's episode and the previous episode cover a lot of the moving forward part and the think deeper part, but I want to help you look upward too. So I'm recording a bonus episode soon that focuses mainly on solid scripture we need to remember to help us through trials of all kinds, including this coronavirus pandemic. To make sure you receive that bonus episode, head on over to workingupward.com and sign up as a podcast insider. It's easy and free and a way for me to communicate with you all that's going on behind the scenes of the Work is Good podcast. That's workingupward.com forward slash podcast. Now, the third piece to this crisis marketing puzzle is this. Evaluate your relevancy. Is your product or service just as relevant as before, more relevant than before, or less relevant than before the crisis. And shout out to Amy Porterfield here who asked these questions in a recent podcast and I just thought these were so, so good and knew I had to share these with you too. So let's go back to the toilet paper brand. Okay, they are definitely just as relevant, but more relevant because everyone is wanting toilet paper right now and stores are having a hard time keeping their shelves stocked with it. If we go back to the museum, we can say that that is less relevant for sure. No one is allowed to to go to museums right now. So it is totally not even applicable for them to market museum visits, at least foot traffic into their museums. How about Zoom, the video conferencing tool? Well, you could say that is definitely more relevant now because so many more people are working from home and need to connect with their team remotely. What about coffee? What about a coffee company? Well, I don't know this for sure, but I have a feeling that the coffee industry is just as relevant as before. So take a moment to really think through your product or service and answer the relevancy question. That's definitely going to give you more clarity as you adjust your marketing for a time of crisis. The fourth piece to this marketing puzzle, number four, is to know your why. What got you into the business you're in? What is your primary goal? Sure, you sell things, but why? What gives you the most non-monetary satisfaction in doing what you do? That's your why. And here's why you need to know your why in a crisis. When you know your bigger purpose, you will feel more free to be creative and to try new things that still let you do what you love and serve others. Let me illustrate that with another example. I read of a fabric store in Minnesota who offered free face mask sewing kits and the line was out the door and surrounding the block. Now, what do you think their primary purpose is typically in non-crisis mode? I'm willing to bet that it has something to do with serving those who are interested in sewing or crafting. So what do they do? In keeping with their big why and serving their customers, they were also able to help supply masks for those in need due due to the pandemic. There are a lot of examples of this happening right now, but the takeaway here is for you to think of a way you and your business can do your part in the crisis, which also results in effective marketing, by the way, while also serving your bigger purpose. This also applies in a non-giving situation. 
um, if you're not giving something away for free. It applies in a situation where what you normally offer may not be in high demand or in demand at all, and your business needs to make a pivot. You need to offer something entirely new, or you need to change an offer, but you also want to make sure it's in keeping with your brand and your big why. And that, by the way, is the fifth and final piece to the crisis marketing puzzle I'm sharing today. It's time to pivot your messaging and your offers to meet the current need. You may want to ignore the crisis completely, but you have to address it in some way. Something needs to pivot. It may be as simple as a page on your website explaining what you're doing in response to COVID-19. It may be giving something away for free, although I don't recommend giving anything away that will hurt your business in the long run, or it may be something much bigger. Here's how I pivoted in response to COVID-19. I have an online course called the Upward VA Roadmap, and it's for women who are interested in working from home as virtual assistants, which is what I am. I'm marketing it as an online course and support system, and I was offering 12 months of personal support from me, so students can email or message me any questions they have and pick my brain about their websites and other things necessary along the way of starting their own virtual assistant business. I was offering it at a really low price point of $139, and I knew I needed to raise that price to reflect the value of what they're getting. Online mentoring for an entire year and the time it would take for me to give that value. So I gave my audience a heads up just before this crisis hit, just before, not the best timing, saying I was going to raise the price on April 1st. Well, a lot of people are exploring the idea of working from home right now because of job loss and other situations. And I do not believe now is the best time to raise the price. I actually lowered the price for the time being, but here's the kicker. I was able to do that because I changed my year-long support system to only three months. That way, an aspiring virtual assistant can have the training and support she needs at a really good price point, but I wouldn't be overcommitting myself for the whole year. It's essentially the same product, but it's a totally different offer. And the bonus part to that is when a VA has three months of support rather than 12 months, she may be extra motivated to get her business going in a shorter time span. I also added an additional three-month online referral community so my students had an even better chance of gaining a client after finishing the course and accessing me for three months. This is a place for VAs to refer clients to each other, but it's also a way for me to refer potential clients to my students. So a lot of added value, but not at a huge cost to me or my business. It's something I've been thinking of for a while, but it took a crisis for me to actually make a real move for that goal. So how about you? Is it time to brainstorm through your products and your services and make some changes in your marketing right now? Remember, marketing is good just like work is good when you do it right. There's no need to be ashamed. It's just a time to be extra creative And that can be a really, really good thing for you now and hopefully pave the way for extra business business growth in the future. All right, it's time now for some action. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is this. 
make a list of your products and services and next to each one write SR for still relevant, MR for more relevant, or NR for not relevant. And then prepare to pivot. Thanks for listening to the Work Is Good podcast. You can check out the show notes and all links mentioned in this episode at workingupward.com or even better, subscribe to my podcast emails so you don't ever miss an episode. Workingupward.com will take you directly to that sign up link. Until next time, keep looking up.